This man cannot remain power. <laughs> Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my latest video. My name's AJ. Today's topic, I'm going to be talking about the top 10 puppets of the United States for the past year or so. Uh, I'm going to describe each of these top 10 puppets and then I'm going to probably name a winner then who I believe is the biggest puppet of them all. So here are the 10 candidates. Again, none of them are in um, any particular order. Um, I'm just going to pick one major puppet at the end and let's see if you guys agree. If you don't agree, let me know in the comment section and we can have a discussion. So before I start, um, like a favor from you guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. It's very, very important for the algorithm. Um, let's try and push this video out as much as possible. And also, if you can support me on Patreon or you can buy me a coffee, it just allows me to be independent from YouTube and allows me to continue doing what I'm doing. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. So the first puppet on the list, um, again, is it's not in any order in particular, is Boris Johnson, mainly because I'm British and obviously he's a British Prime Minister. So Boris Johnson has been the biggest puppet of the United States for a number of years now, ever since he came into power. It all started with um, an anti-Chinese policy. Um, they followed a very much an anti-Chinese policy, same as the United States. There is no threat from China to the United Kingdom. But you can understand China being a threat to the United States in terms of economy, military and geopolitics. However, Britain has decided to follow the United States in every single turn it does. Started with throwing out Huawei and throwing out every single investment um, China had in UK. Only a few years ago, President Xi was invited to UK for a state visit and he was taken around Buckingham Palace and he was taken around everywhere around UK um, by then Prime Minister David Cameron. So things were on the up between China and Britain, the relationships were, were going up and after that time there was a huge flood of Chinese investments coming into UK, loads of Chinese students as well and loads of um, technology like Huawei started coming in and then Trump started this trade war and Trump called uh, Boris Johnson at the time and said you know what you need to kick out Huawei you need to do as you're told and you need to do as we tell, tell you uh, Trump had said to Boris and Boris had listened to Trump at the time kicked out Huawei despite them having no security issues there was an independent panel checking out Huawei equipment and found no security leaks or or issues um, so ever since then there's been a huge uh, anti-Chinese sentiment and Britain has pretty much followed what whatever Americans have told them to whatever America wanted and it carried on to Biden and Every single newspaper in Britain was anti-Chinese. There was a lot of anti-Chinese violence going on towards um, Chinese people or Asian people in general. And uh, 
it, and it continued. Whatever America wanted, Britain had followed. Whether it's part of the um, human rights issues or whether it's part of um, the Olympics. When America boycotted it, Britain followed as well. So in general, Boris pretty much did everything that America wanted him to do. He's not one point he said no. Uh, he pretty much was a major puppet. He sucked up to them pretty hard. At the detriment to Britain's own economy because China stopped investing in Britain and started moving his companies out of Britain. And Britain was making no tr trade deals with, with China, especially when China is Britain's uh, biggest trade partner. So completely shut themselves in the foot. Uh, just to please the Americans. And he has continued with Russia as well. Um, wherever Biden wanted Boris to do when it comes to Russia, when it comes to sanctions, uh, Britain has pretty much followed. Uh, when it comes to people like Assange, Britain would completely throw away its own rule of law and go along with whatever America wanted, uh, especially when it comes to extraditing um, Assange to America. And it's a shame, really. Uh, Britain has lost its identity. Uh, it's lost its sovereignty. Um, by leaving Brexit, Britain has left itself very much open. And it's not global Britain. It's become a, pretty much a puppet state of America. And I don't know why, because Britain is not getting anything in return from America. They're not getting any free trade deals, for example. Uh, when it comes to extraditions, Assange can be extradited to America, but when America, where American murderers uh, murdered people in UK, they can't be extradited back to the UK. So it's only one-way thing, one-way friendship, and whatever America wants, uh, Britain does uh, as a good little puppy. So it's a shame, really. Um, so this is what Boris is. A major puppet. He himself is destroying the UK economy because he's such a puppet and he's lost Britain's respect around the world. Um, you know, at the time when America went into the Vietnam War, a lot of British people were proud that Britain didn't follow uh, America to the Vietnam War. However, if we had the same leaders then as we do now, I guarantee you Britain will be one of the first to follow America in the Vietnam War. I just wish Britain had a bit of spine, um, they had a bit of independence and said no time to time or said no now and then. They have completely followed um, America down the wrong path and completely shut themselves in the foot. And it's, it's a real shame. Anyway, let's continue. Number two is Macron. So Macron has been also a major puppet towards the United States. He has followed United States through thick and thin, um, pretty much followed every single um, sanctions uh, to Russia, followed America's uh, policies towards China as well. So again, Macron is a very, very weak French president. Um, he has no spine whatsoever. He has even allowed America to backstab France a number of times, cost France hundreds of billions of dollars i'm talking about acus so an acus deal was um, agreed between america britain and australia behind france's back 
and America and Britain had offered um, Australia to, um, some nuclear submarines and um, they offered this deal behind France's back and in return Australia cut the nuclear deal I mean sorry the submarine deal they had already with France and France has lost hundreds of billions of dollars because of it and any other leader would not stand up to that kind of behavior uh, from the West from the from Americans and Sacron just um, took out the ambassadors once and then a couple of days later put the ambassador ambassadors back into America and that's all he did and that's it. A few days later, they were back to best buddies with uh, with America again. Best buddies with Biden. You can see him in the G7 meetings and NATO meetings. His buddy buddying with Biden, um, cozying up to him, um, like nothing had ever happened. If this happened to a stronger French president, they would demand that that money they lost with their submarine deal. They would demand that money from the Americans. They would say, look. You cost us $200 billion because you you sneaked in, did this deal behind our backs. Friends, friends do not do that to each other. So if you want our support again, you need to pay us back that $200 billion and publicly apologize. None of that happened. And I'm sure if there was a strong, strong French president like Jacques Chirac, for example, who stood up against the Americans with the lies of the Iraq war, if he was in power at the time, he would have done the same thing. He would have said, you know what, pay us that $200 billion that we lost because of you. Otherwise, that's it. We're, we're leaving NATO. We'll start building relationships with China. And that's it. That's the end of us. And, um, and America would have, would have groveled to France. They would have gro absolutely groveled. They would have said, oh, we're so sorry. Here's the $200 billion that you lost. You know, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do that. He could have got a lot out of America, but he's, he's lost his opportunity. He showed, he showed to be a complete puppet, a puppet where you can kick around and that's it. They're not going to say anything back. They'll just turn around and smile and say, please, can you kick me some more, sir? You know, Macron has shown himself a person with no spine whatsoever. With regards to the sanctions on Russia, again, it's affecting France's economy. Um, he has no clue what he's doing. He's destroying France's economy just to please the Americans. And he's basically being pulled and pushed however the Americans want, want him to. He's completely fallen into Americans' hands. And it's just a shame, really, because I remember them. I remember a lot of great French presidents over the time, and they would not allow Americans to you know treat them in that such manner and I'm talking about Jacques Chirac even Sarkozy I thought was a pretty strong president but you know but who knows anyway let's move on to number three the third candidate is Ursula the EU leader and she's new in the list I wouldn't have added her a few months ago but um, because of her recent actions and impressions of Monica Lewinsky, I had to put her on the list. She, in the meeting uh, with Biden, um, the EU meeting that there was, she was cozying up to Biden so much, literally begging him to whisper in her ear. And she was turning around in press conferences in his face and saying, oh, the EU loves you so much. We're buying gas from our friends that we trust. 
She forgets that America doesn't have any friends, they only have interests. And every few seconds she would turn around in Biden's face and look at him and smile. And it is kissing his backside at the highest order. And I just looked at Biden's face and he was smirking. And he was thinking, yes, I got them where I wanted. And I got this B where I wanted as well. So she has completely embarrassed herself. She's done the same treatment with China as well. In the recent summit meeting with um, President Xi, uh, she hijacked that meeting completely, you know, did not talk about what she intended to talk about, which was the China-EU investment deal, completely hijacked the meeting and started talking about Ukraine, wanted um, President Xi to um, support America and EU on the sanctions and completely hijacked the meeting and and basically embarrassed President Xi as well in the meantime. So she's a complete embarrassment. Um, none of the people have voted for her. Um, obviously, the EU leaders uh, had voted for her. Again, she is not voted by the people. And she herself is destroying the EU economy and all of the member states with her actions. So, shame on her, really. Absolute shame on her. Anyway, number four. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau, what can I say? He's a spoilt little brat. He's um, in power because of his father's name, Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau was a great leader. He was very independent. He had his own foreign policy, not tied in with the Americans. Uh, he was the first... Um, leader who went to China, built up relationships with China and there was a great relationship going on with China at the time and most of the Chinese people who have emigrated from China went to Canada. There is a huge, huge Chinese population in Canada and he decided to annoy them all with his anti-Chinese policies and him kidnapping Meng Wanzhou from Huawei um, with the orders of Trump at the time, completely go against international rule of law. And whatever the Americans wanted Trudeau to do, he has pretty much done. And his latest is uh, when it comes to those truckers. And President Biden ordered him to crack down on the truckers. And that's what he did, pretty much following American orders in whichever way he could. And not once he has stood up to his own or stood up to America. He's pretty much done everything America wanted. Uh, whatever America wanted, kick out Huawei. Yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. Do this. Yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. Place this sanction on Russia. Russia. Yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. And he's a complete puppet. He's an absolute embarrassment. And he's also a major embarrassment to his father. Uh, I'm sure his father would be turning in his grave if he saw what his son was doing. So it's such a shame really, absolute shame um, that his son turns out like this. And I just wish Canada had a bit of spine and had a bit of own foreign policy and they could have been an amazing, amazing country. Except now they've become a vassal state of the United States and it's, it's a shame, that absolute shame. Anyway, moving on to number five. Number five, Chancellor Schultz. So Chancellor Schultz has only been in power a few months and he has literally destroyed the German economy in a few months work. He, he has destroyed all of the good relationship 
that Germany has built with Russia ever since the Second World War, ever since um, Russia pulled out of Berlin, uh, broken down the Berlin Wall, and all of the good relationships that Germany has been doing and all the neutral stance that Germany has been doing with, with, with Russia. Uh, it was only a few years ago they agreed to have a Nord Stream 2 pipeline that goes from Russia to Germany. The plan was to you know, get Russia and Germany um, more friendlier with each other. Uh, trust was growing and everything was good. And until this guy, Scholz, comes in becomes a complete puppet of the United States and destroys everything. In a recent press conference, he was standing next to Biden and Biden said he's going to shut down Nord Stream 2. Biden had nothing to do with Nord Stream 2. He's not even a leader of Germany. And Scholz just sat, sat there uh, listening to his master and didn't say anything. I just thought that was complete, complete poodle behavior. You know, almost like getting slapped in front of the whole of German public and not saying anything. Absolute embarrassment. And Schultz is uh, escalating things, things with Russia. Germany is not a neutral country now anymore. And he is escalating things, sending military parts to uh, Ukraine on the orders of his master. Um, pushing for sanctions, one of the first to be pushing for sanctions against um, Russia. And he's pushing Russia so much that I wouldn't be surprised if Russia just turns around and just cuts off the gas to Germany and German industry then suffers and goes into heavy, heavy recession, which I don't see them ever coming out of. So he single-handedly has destroyed the German economy. He doesn't know anything about the German business. He, him and his um, Green Party, they're all about the environment and all about politics they have no business sense whatsoever and I'm afraid that you know the great country which was Germany with its great industries great cars great engineering is coming to an end all because of this guy and it's a shame really number six Bolsonaro so I've put Bolsonaro in the list because he was one of the biggest puppets of Trump I have ever seen when Trump came into power Bolsonaro thought he was the Brazilian version of Trump and he was completely sucking up to Trump kissing his bum and whatever Trump wanted him to do um, he did uh, when he came to Trump's anti-Chinese policy Bolsonaro gladly followed suit with no questions asked whatsoever to the detriment of the Brazilian economy and what's worse during the pandemic America had stopped exporting their vaccines to the rest of the world because they wanted to vaccinate the Americans first. So it led Brazil in a really tight spot because they didn't have any vaccines secured from any parts of the world and especially from China. Uh, while the Chinese were sending out their vaccines to the rest of the world, Brazil could not do that. And as a result, so many Brazilians had died. And we're talking about 650,000 Brazilians who had died because of his anti-Chinese policies. And it, it is the second highest in the world behind America who have reached about 980,000 deaths or something. Um, so 
Because of uh, Bolsonaro's anti-Chinese policies, he could not get any vaccine secured from China. And by the time China did try and help, um, it was already too late. So many had died uh, previously. Bolsonaro has quietened down his anti-Chinese rhetoric recently. However, the damage was done and 650,000 Brazilians have died because of his actions. Number seven, Scott Morrison. So where do I start with Scott Morrison? There was a time when um, Chinese and Australians were getting along very, very well. They had a great relationship. Um, China was Australia's biggest trading partner and vice versa. And Australia was one of the few countries that had a trade surplus with China, which means they were selling more to China than China was selling to Australia. And this was because Australia had a lot of raw materials um, that China required, like iron ore, coal, and plenty of other raw materials, gas as well. And there was great business going on between um, Australia and China. China was sending loads of Chinese students to Australia. Australia was selling wheat, barley, wine, uh, lobsters. So many great um, businesses um, were booming because of all the Chinese business they were having. Then um, Morrison came in and um, started opening his mouth. Um, Trump started this anti-Chinese um, trade war and Morrison pretty much followed straight after. He started talking about um, pushing for inquiries into COVID. Um, he, he was completely anti-Chinese with his rhetoric, kicked out Huawei, did everything that Trump wanted, plus much, much more. He was lobbying other countries to also kick out Huawei as well and be very anti-Chinese. He's joined the ACUS, he's joined the, the Quad. Um, he has been very, very vocal with the Chinese and he's brought the relationship to such a level that they have pulled out the ambassadors from each other's countries and they don't talk to each other. So it's gone, become very, very bad, the relationship. And as a result, China has been having a trade war with Australia. They have been, uh, they have stopped buying all goods from Australia apart from iron ore. They have stopped with uh, coal, they have stopped with oil, oil, gas, barley, wine, lobsters. They have placed trade embargoes on every single product apart from iron ore because China needs iron ore. They can't really uh, get that from any, anywhere else at the moment. So the relationship has completely soured all down to Morrison and recently Australia, Australian dollars has started um, going down in value. Australian economy has not been doing very well. Um, at the time when things were good with China, Australian economy was booming. So again, Morrison has pretty much destroyed the Australian economy, uh, followed America through thick and thin, followed Trump, followed, following Biden. And he himself is not thinking about the Australian people and doing this all this rhetoric just because he wants to be a good puppet. And it's a shame, really, because I, I do love Australian people. I find them uh, good personalities, very funny, good sense of humour. But Morrison is completely destroying their own economy. And I just um, and I'm just a bit disappointed, to be honest. And there's also a lot of anti-Chinese rhetoric going on in Australia. A lot of news sites posting anti 
Chinese stuff, a lot of uh, Chinese people getting beaten up in Australia, which is a shame really because of all of this. So yeah, so Morrison is definitely in the, in the top 10 and he is one of the candidates to be one of the biggest uh, puppets. So let's move on. So number eight, we got um, Zelensky from um, Ukraine, and he is uh, he is a big puppy. And where do I start? I mean, this guy is a paid movie star, and even Sean Penn had said that Zelensky needs to win an Oscar for his performance. And it is a performance, you know. He he sometimes comes in, comes in front of a green screen, and he performs in front of the. Um, Congress, all, all of the MPs around the world, all of the, you know, and everyone gives him a standing ovation. And he, you know, he's been given speeches, um, basically following Martin Luther King. He he's talks about that he has a dream. And it's absolutely ridiculous how people can't see what a major puppet he is. I mean, all he had to do was, you know, talk to Russia about its security concerns and and just promise to them that they're not going to join NATO and put nuclear weapons in its border so all of this could have been avoided he's pushing the Ukrainians into war a um, lot of needless lives are being lost everywhere a lot of soldiers are being killed a lot of civilians are being killed there's a huge refugee crisis but he doesn't really care about any of that. He doesn't care about any of the Ukrainian people. He is just looking to perform um, the best he can. His boss is probably Victoria Nuland, uh, telling him what to do. And it's a shame, really. It's a shame how he is being used and manipulated in this way. He's also a Jew. And everybody knows there is a huge neo-Nazi problem in Ukraine. And the fact that he's a Jew is a very good um, uh, debunk for a lot of these news sites like BBC, CNN. So as soon as you bring up the Azov militants and the neo-Nazi problem in Ukraine, the, their first answer is, well, Zelensky is a Jew, so, you know, he wouldn't allow that. So it, it is a good debunk and it just shows that they picked him because of that reason, because he's a Jew. Um, just because he's a Jew doesn't... You know, it doesn't mean that he he can't be controlled. Um, like I said, in the Second World War, there was a lot of Jews um, who were allied with with the Nazis, and there were spies as well who, who were Jewish. So just because he's a Jew doesn't make him, you know, anything really. It doesn't really prove anything. Um, so yeah, he is a major puppet, and even to this day, he's still. Um, going via a script and he's being told whatever he's being told by the by the West and controlled by Newland, controlled by the West and it's an absolute shame to see him at work and it's an absolute shame to see a lot of people fooled by him as well anyway let's continue number nine Ashraf Ghani so I've put Ashraf Ghani in there I know he's not um, the leader of Afghanistan but this list is basically a list of puppets for the past year or so and at the time he was the leader um, a year ago he was still the leader of Afghanistan so he is he was a major puppet of the United States he didn't care about the Afghani people he was siphoning off a lot of the cash that was due for the Afghans and he was 
he was basically sending it abroad, sending it to his mates. And the day the Taliban took over, um, there's eyewitness accounts of him putting a lot of money um, into three trucks and then running off to a helicopter and he was trying to fit all of that money into a helicopter. He had to leave a lot behind because of the weight and he couldn't fit any more in um, so he had to leave a lot of the money behind but he still took a considerable sum away with him and he was a major puppet that was being used by the Americans and there's no question about it I mean the fact that he's literally stolen all the wealth of Afghanistan for himself and his friends and his family and it just goes to show all of that money uh, that was meant for the Afghan people didn't really get to the Afghan people and what makes makes this worse is is um, America had frozen the central bank of Afghanistan of their money and so all of that money is not even going to humanitarian um, reasons it's not even going to anybody in Afghanistan so they've stolen that money over the years and they've pretty much um, hung up the Afghans up to dry so it's a shame really absolute shame number 10 I've got to go with Gitanas Noseda he's the Lithuanian leader at the moment and he is a major major puppet Lithuania has been following the United States ever since the Iraq war and they were following Bush so hard that Bush has said any country that messes around with Lithuania messes around with us he famously said and Lithuania had basically put that in the town center so everyone can see it what a major puppet they are and over the years they have always been a major puppet to the United States so they've you know agreed to have a lot of black sites in Lithuania as well and recently um, they have antagonized China at the request of the United States. Um, they have opened a Taiwanese embassy in Lithuania. One of the, you know, they are the first European um, country to do so. And in return, um, China has put a trade embargo on Lithuania and, and all its goods. But they don't care, you know, as long as they are keeping their masters happy. Um, Americans happy they have been antagonizing China as you know from Trump days into Biden days and now they have followed suit with Russia um, they have completely cut gas and oil uh, imports from uh, Russia and they have said if we can do it the rest of the European countries can do it well Lithuania is a small country and they only take a small percentage of gas and oil from from Russia they have a very very small industry and you can't expect the rest of Europe to do it if, if Germany does it all of their industry will shut down you have to compare the GDP of Germany compared to Lithuania Lithuania is a very small country with with very small industry so they can afford not getting the gas from Russia but a lot of other countries cannot. You, you cannot ask Germany to shut down all of the gas and oil from Russia. That will destroy not only Germany's economy, but the whole of Germany itself. So him to stand up and say that, um, to be an absolute poodle of America, just shows what a big poodle he is. And it's a shame, really. I mean, I can understand Lithuania being um, anti-Russian 
uh, but I don't understand why they're anti-Chinese. Uh, what's the Chinese done to Lithuania? It just shows what a major poodles they are. And it would have been easier for Lithuania just to be neutral because they are in very, very close proximity to Russia. And it would have been much easier for Lithuania and countries like Germany to be just neutral. Um, they're, they're not, they are part of Europe, but they don't need to be so aggressive towards Russia. They don't need to be so aggressive towards China. And it just shows that Lithuania doesn't really have a sovereignty of its own. They're pretty much uh, being told what to do by the Americans and they're doing um, as their master tells them to. So these are the top 10 candidates that have been major puppets over the past year or so. And now comes the big question, um, who am I going to pick as the major puppets of the United States? Um, I mean, it's a very, very hard choice. All of the top 10 that I've given you are major, major puppets. I can't see one being more than the other but if you have to think about it and if you have to see that which puppet has caused the most harm in, in their own countries for example I would say Boris I would say Morrison but I think the person who's probably did most harm just to please uh, their masters in America is probably Chancellor Schultz he's only been in power for a few months and he's already destroying the German economy. Uh, all the good work that Germany had done over the years and all the good relationships Germany had built with Russia, he's just destroyed in only a few months just because he wants to be a good poodle to the Americans. So I would probably say uh, Chancellor Schultz as number one puppet uh, followed very closely by Boris Johnson and Scott Morrison. But then again, you've got to look at what's happening in Ukraine and you have to say yes Schultz might be destroying the German economy however in terms of destroying the people uh, within the country it has to be Zelensky he has sacrificed every last blood of Ukrainian blood to the Americans and Americans are using Ukrainian blood uh, to fight the Russians and it's unforgivable really so so yeah I would say Germans um, Schultz to the German economy and Zelensky to the Ukrainian people I think those two would be the major major puppets of the world right now if you guys have a different number one or number two or number three let me know in the comments section I look forward to reading your comments and don't forget to like share subscribe and I'll see you in the next video. Thanks for now and I'll see you soon.